0: I came to Covent in the 1950s but came because Dr. Rayburn Sr. Um, came to visit people my age and at our church in Collingswood, New Jersey. And uh, we were so touched that a president would come and visit and he encouraged me to go to college. I had had uh, two years of high school and so he was encouraged me to shoot for college. I had very little idea of doing such a thing or that I could do such a thing. I was a class clown of my uh, senior class and uh, was what Dr. Rayburn Layer would call a late bloomer. <laughs> but uh, I was so uh, excited about the possibility that uh, I stopped entertaining everybody in my classes and started to do, do some work. And um, we had no funding. I don't know where the my funding came. I'm sure some of it came from the churches in the Pasadena area, but we certainly had committed everything uh, to Covenant at that period in time. I had, and uh, at least, and then when Highland College moved to uh, St. Louis um, to become Covenant, I was there and with my somewhat enlarged family and. Uh, Dr. Barnes and, uh, and Vernon Pierce knew about my history some and uh, so they took me for a walk one day and uh, they said, we've been watching you and know something of your record with calling on people and uh, having this experience with executives and so forth and uh, we'd like to ask you to come to Covenant as the Vice President for Development. I was floored. Because I had been praying in Arkansas just before that you talk about putting out the fleece. I'd been praying and praying and praying the Lord would show me what to do. And I was fishing. I, I said, Lord, if you want me to take this offer to covenant, I don't know how I'm going to do a job like that. I had no experience of development at all. And so I was fishing and I said, Lord, if you want me to go Help me catch a fish right now, and uh, I threw it in, and I caught a fish. <laughs> I said, "Well, Lord, show me a second fish," yeah. <laughs> but I knew that I had my answer. Yeah, I babysat for the Rayburn kids. My wife was the was the their official recruited as their official babysitter, and um, we were married and went through a troublesome divorce and so forth later on and uh... Well,
1: he, he, he'd also, when I he was told getting divorced, them. he had told them, I don't want to embarrass you so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave
0: Covenant. I'm going to leave town. <laughs> I went to New Jersey and live with my folks. When Covenant called me back, um, I went to the board and I said, uh, I don't want to embarrass you and I don't want to come back uh, until I get some things straightened out.
1: Well, he, he took back over. It was in the, they were in the red again, and so he came back, and then we were there till 1980.
0: I think this is where life comes together. I mean, this is the practice and the preaching, and the, and I think if we practice and preach it, and if we love it and care about it, and if we see what it's, how it's impacted our families, I re, I've been praying for a, sister for 60 years, I guess. But uh, her daughter came to Covenant. I was in the development office one day after she'd been there just uh, a couple of months. She came in and sat down in the chair across from me in the development office and she said, Uncle Alan, I came to tell you something. She said, last night I found out what it meant to be born again. And we Stood there in each other's arms and cried together. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. Because that's what all Oh well
1: we've been praying for new people in New Hampshire forever that we've known. And now Nick is here. I was having devotions one day and he asked me what I was doing and I told him and he said, Well, I wasn't brought up in the church and I said, Neither was I, Nick and so I started talking to Troy and they started and he accepted Christ. And, so now he's there, you know, and now he's here and he's going to bring that gospel and that strength of it back to these people we've been praying for. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, Chattanooga has changed because of Covenant College Kids. I came back here and it's a different place. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a different place and, and the, the fragrance that comes out from Covenant. Um, and I remember when Troy was here, he said, oh, you're really smart mom and dad to let me choose what college I went to. We said, uh, Troy. Where else did we take you? He said, oh, 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 no. <laughs> but then after two years, he said, you know, now I could go anywhere. But I need these two years to make my faith my own. And I think that is the key for covenant, it, in my estimation, is that my kids left home and, you know, they, they had to make their faith their own. It was our faith and then they had to make it their own, and Covenant was a good place to get solid in it.
0: If you pray for somebody, you get to know them, they get to know you, they know to what they get to know what you care about, you get to know what they care about, and uh, you learn to love them.
1: Uh, when he was asked to speak at church one time um, about Covenant College, he said, well, you know, I've had my older kids go through Covenant, and then he picked Robin up and she was like uh, six months old and Troy was, you know, somewhere around there. And he said, but I want Covenant to be here for my kids, for my little kids. And now I look at it and when he said to me today, what, what's that important? And I said, because I wanted to be here for my grandkids. I want the same school that changed my kids' lives to change my grandkids' lives. You know? Me too.
0: And it's so easy for us to say that but not do it.
1: You know, a preacher, I, I, I love this thing. He said, preachers don't meet many non-believers, but the people sitting in the pews meet non-believers. And these kids from Covenant are going out and making the world a different place. And I, I, not many colleges are as, are as strong as Covenant. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of them just aren't standing on the mm-hmm. truth anymore. I think because of the impact that I see Covenant College having, on not just my family and not just my kids and hopefully my and some of my grandkids, but on the community and the world, um, in Washington D.C., all around large businesses. Um, not just a kind of, well, I believe in Jesus, but an outspoken, making life and the world a different place, willing to make sacrifices. And I and I saw that when Alan was willing to come here. Um, for one-fifth of what he was making, you know, and and my kids see that, and they knew we did things without, and we went without, so that we could work for Christian organizations, and when you make that sacrifice and your kids see it, their lives are different, and I think every kid whose parents sent them to Covenant College has made a sacrifice, uh, knows their parents have been willing to make a sacrifice so that they walk with the Lord and make a difference in the world. So. I can't think of a place I'd rather give my money to.